Notes from Greenalsh number 186. Recognize your need. The last couple of weeks, I've been discussing God and faith with a couple of young men who stopped by my house. Currently, their views on the nature of God and His plan of salvation draw from a number of sources. I shared with them key truths from the Bible, God's Word, and stressed that any other sources which contradict the Bible are not from God and should be rejected. Unfortunately, they don't agree and see no need to change their view. I've been praying that in time, they will see that the Bible is the only infallible, inerrant, and inspired source of wisdom about God and about how to live in a saving relationship with Him through Jesus. We all have various needs. Our deepest needs are spiritual. Other needs, whether they be mental, emotional, social, or physical, typically sprout from spiritual roots. What do you need? How are you trying to fulfill it? I encourage you to consider that your fundamental need is to rely on God, allow Him to change you, and then, in response, love Him and others as He enables you. Here are a few examples from the Bible of people who did and didn't see a need to rely on God, to change, or to love. In first century Israel, the Pharisees were religious leaders who dedicated themselves to following the law given to Moses. They were so legalistic that, ironically, their practices kept them and others from drawing close to God. Jesus strongly condemned them for that. Instead of humbly repenting when rebuked by Jesus, they eagerly disobeyed the very law they claimed to keep. They lied, bribed, conspired, betrayed, and killed Jesus. Proud and comfortable in their self-righteousness, knowledge, and status, they did not recognize their need to rely on God to change, or to love others. Moses is an example of someone who saw his need, but refused God's solution at first. Moses was a Hebrew who was raised a prince in the court of the Egyptian pharaoh who ruled the land and oppressed the Hebrews as slaves. As an adult, Moses killed an Egyptian who was beating a Hebrew. He fled Egypt when Pharaoh tried to kill him in response. Decades later, God commissioned Moses to return to Egypt to tell Pharaoh to let the people of Israel go. Moses didn't feel worthy or qualified. He recognized his need, but he didn't accept God's help. He faltered at speaking. He failed to lead even a few Hebrews and he was a fugitive. Instead of relying on God to fill those needs and being open to change, he made excuses. Initially, that held him back from God's best for him and blinded him to the greater need to love over a million of his fellow Hebrews who were crying out for deliverance. Fortunately, in time, 
Moses humbly trusted and obeyed God. As a result, God worked through him mightily to deliver, guide, and teach the nation of Israel. A final example is a Samaritan woman who thought she was meeting her needs on her own. But Jesus showed her only he could do that. In the afternoon heat of the day, she went to the well to draw water to meet a physical need. Later, Jesus arrived at the well and requested a drink. He lovingly asked her probing questions to help her recognize that she needed more than water and that living with a man who was not her husband after being married to five other men was not working. In recounting her life, he showed her she was desperate, broken, incomplete, and thirsting for true fulfillment. When he revealed that he was her answer, that he was living water, and that he came to save her, she placed her faith in him. In her newfound joy, she told everyone in town, they listened to Jesus and also came to believe in him to save them. What well are you drawing from to fill your needs? Are you relying on yourself, on your resources, on others, or on this world system? Like Moses and the Samaritan woman, your best response is to look to God to fulfill your needs. Rely on Him. Allow Him to change you. Then, as He fills you, pour out to others in love. God is calling you to this type of submission and service because it is vital for your growth and development. You can't become all you are meant to be in Jesus if you don't recognize your need to rely, to change, and to love. Jesus taught that the people who humbly recognize their need and look to God to fulfill it are blessed. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The greatest blessing is becoming like Jesus. It's the joy of experiencing a deepening fellowship with Him and the assurance that He goes with you and enables you to carry out His mission. In addition, when you trust God to meet your needs, 
It frees you from focusing on yourself to be used by God to meet the needs of others. Many people struggle or refuse to admit that they need God. Not only do they miss the unsurpassed joy of an everlasting life of love with Him, but they also must face the deadly consequences of rejecting His gracious salvation. Other people are stunted because they haven't recognized their need for Jesus to not only be their Savior, but also their Lord. Don't let either of these be you. Confess any wrongdoing to God and receive His forgiveness. Acknowledge that you are not self-sufficient and accept God's provision. Surrender your way of doing things and embrace God's way. Then, as He empowers you, share His love and truth with others so they can be saved.